Hello everyone, this is Deb McBride and welcome to my astrology podcast. Today is Sunday, March 17th, 2019, and I am in beautiful Costa Rica, where it is a lovely evening, and um, uh, we have a very big astrology week, lots of things going on. One of those things is that the sun is changing signs, it's leaving the end of the zodiac and entering the beginning of the zodiac. In so doing, it creates a full moon, so there's lots to talk about there. We have Mars being very chatty this week with other planets, and we have a Mercury conjunct Neptune, which is very interesting. So let's go. The first thing is the sun. So we are still in the sign of Pisces, and the sun stays in a sign 30 days as it travels around the entire zodiac. And if you are not aware, you know, think of the zodiac as a circle or a pizza that might make it easier, or a pie. Something that you can slice into 12 slices. So the zodiac is a round circle, 12 slices, one for each sign. And so the sun, as it travels through each sign, spends approximately 30 days there and greets each sign at zero degrees of the sign until it goes to 30 degrees of the sign. If you remember your high school geometry, a circle is 360 degrees. Therefore, each sign is 30 degrees. 30 times 12 is 360. And so each sign has 360 degrees and Pisces is no exception. And so we are at 26 degrees of Pisces today, which means we have uh, approximately three and a half more degrees to go because we're like 26 and change. On Wednesday, the sun will enter the sign of Aries. If you are in the Eastern time zone, it is going to do that at 5.59 p.m. That is the beginning of the vernal equinox. So every year when the sun enters Aries, it starts the zodiac all over again, and it ends the zodiac, and it starts again every year approximately around the 20th or the 21st of March. And that's the vernal equinox. So if the sun enters Aries on the 20th, that's when we have the vernal equinox. If it's the 21st, that's when we have the vernal equinox. And that's the beginning of spring in the Northern Hemisphere. So here we are, it'll be Wednesday the 20th of March, the vernal equinox at 5.59 p.m. when the sun enters the sign of Aries. So in the meantime, like I said, we still have a few degrees of Pisces to get through. And while the sun is traveling through the end of Pisces, it's reminding us of a few things. One of those things is that we just recently had Chiron in Pisces, leaving Pisces and going into Aries. So the sun is now triggering everything for you and for me and for everybody that just happened while Chiron was leaving Pisces and going into Aries. That was about February 16th, 17th. So Chiron was at 29 Pisces for a while. So when it left and went into Aries on the 18th of February, that was for good. And, you know, this was a big deal. So Chiron kind of popped into Aries last year, 2018, and left 
Pisces for a little while and then popped back into Pisces again when it was retrograde and then kind of did that wobble and then finally left last month. We are now addressing that same traverse, that same period where Chiron revisited its, you know, uh, Pisces portion back, um, back through, you know, that time period. And so it was a little complicated. It's been a little complicated because we have sort of those, remember Chiron is the wound. It's, it's going back over the wound. So uh, the sun has been sort of revisiting where we've traveled in this last year. And so now once again, we're visiting that spot and we're saying goodbye. And again, so the sun is leaving Pisces this week, and it's triggering all those triggers that we had from last year. And so you might see, see or feel these same things come up again for you. So don't be surprised if you're visited by some memories of you know, the last few months. That's part of this transition. So it's not just whoopee, we're, we're going into spring up north, and finally we can say goodbye to winter. And you know what it feels like when winter's finally ending. You're hanging on by a thread. It's like, oh, God, winter. <laughs> now, the weather doesn't always compare to the zodiac. You know, you know winter's over. The calendar says winter's over. The zodiac says winter's over. But maybe your, the thermometer doesn't say that, so we kind of can't go there. But but what we do know is that mentally, psychologically, spring is coming, and spring is here, and warmer weather is on its way. So, up north anyway. Um, so this means that when we start to look at this, um, psychologically, we're shifting out of the end of the zodiac, we're saying goodbye to something, and we're saying hello to a new cycle. So Aries is always the beginning of the new. It's, you know, the crocuses, poking themselves up out of the earth. Aries is that shooting energy. It's Mars. It's that, that energy that it takes for the flower to push itself through the earth. It's that energy it takes for, you know, the, the sun to start to warm up, you know? It's, so we start to engage that. And, but we have to say so long, it's the end of the zodiac first, which is an ending. And with an ending, there's always a beginning. So what we have this week is sort of a mini rebirth because the full moon that we have on Wednesday is with Aries and Libra. And it occurs at zero degrees Libra. The moon is at zero degrees Libra while the sun is at zero degrees Aries. So what does this mean? This is a lot of information because this is not your typical full moon. This is not, oh, the moon is full, it's Aries, Libra, it's one of those. This is at the Aries point, so the Libra point, the cardinal axis. So what is the cardinal axis? It's a famous point or the point of you know, um, politics, alliances, political alliances, um, famous point. It's where, you know, if you have something at zero Aries, Libra, Capricorn, Cancer, at that zero point in your astrological chart, you know, you might be known for something in the world, in the greater world at large. So this is actually very powerful. 
So this is a powerful point. And so when we have two lights greeting each other opposite on that point, on that axis, yeah, we're going to get some powerful energy. So this is exciting because this is when, you know, the spring comes and, you know, the crocuses pop and the baby lambs come and, and, you know, spring is on its way and all those symbols of spring that we see in the shops, you know, the pastel colors, the, the signs of Easter and Passover. Um, however, we're ending something. Whenever there's a beginning, whenever there's a beginning, there's an ending. And this ending has, is a sore point because we just went through some Chiron stuff. And you are going to get triggered. I'm going to get triggered. I'm, we're all getting triggered. We're definitely getting triggered. And this is not something that is uh, necessarily easily definable because we've all been through a bunch of things in these last months when Chiron has traversed back into the end of Pisces and then revisited us, you know, and then went back to Aries again last month. So we cannot say, we cannot say which of these things, unless you've been, you know, marking your calendar with everything very particularly, but we can't say exactly what you're going to, what you're going to get, but you know, these next few days are going to bring up some things that have been happening since the end of last year. And you're saying goodbye to this. You are saying goodbye to some old stuff. And you are embarking on a new path. Depends on where zero Aries is in your astrological chart. Now, if you have zero Aries, zero Libra in some interesting places in your chart, you might want to look up online what those places mean. You know, for example, you might have them in money houses. And that might mean, you know, some new financial arrangements. Maybe they're uh, particularly on planets in your, in your chart. It's worth looking at that. If you don't know your astrological chart, you know, you can contact an astrologer such as myself or uh, get your chart online at one of the chart services. I highly recommend it if you don't have your chart. In any event, when we have a new beginning, we have an ending. So this week, we're all looking at some endings and we're saying bye to something that has been profound in our life. Um, and saying hello to something new and profound as well. And it's really important to be in touch with what that is. There's going to be a lot of things, like I said, that we are becoming aware of that we touched on in these last months when with Chiron. Now, I particularly remember things that I touched on uh, during February a month ago when Chiron left Pisces and went into Aries. It's like, ah, okay, I get it. So if that may come up for you this week. You might say, hmm, okay, that's where I'm owning my power, you know? And this is a bit of a power-owning experience. Pisces, at the very end of Pisces, again, like I mentioned last month when we were dealing with Chiron, and then also when we were dealing with Mercury stationing at 29 Pisces, this is surrender. This is a, a moment of surrender and letting go. And then, boom, spring starts. Remember, we're, we're dragging through winter, spring starts. So this is a trigger. Mercury stationed at 29 Pisces. Chiron left us, went into Aries. All this Pisces energy, all this end of Pisces energy is building up again. So we have to be aware of this because we've been triggered a number of times and we have to keep embracing 
what this has meant in our lives and what this is doing for us. You know, this has been a very powerful point in these last weeks and the last month, and it's important to really connect with, you know, the themes, all the themes that you've been embracing, where you've been enlightened. It could be a moment of enlightenment, for sure. 29 Pisces, like, ah, that's where the light goes on. Aha, because we let the light in at Aries. You know, it's boom, it's in a split second. That's where the light goes on. So you want to look at that. You want to be aware of that because this is where you embrace the next phase of your life, the next part of the journey. So that's really exciting. Chiron, however, is at zero Aries. And the sun is going to be at zero Aries in this full moon. So this is, this is complicated. This means that not only are we leaving behind where Chiron's been, but we're going right into where Chiron is. And there is an air of rebellion. Remember, Aries, it's Aries now. We're not poor me, Pisces. Oh my God, I must surrender. I'm wounded. No. We're like, hey man, it's Aries. Like, I'm standing up for myself. I'm independent. And I'm a rebel. And I'm just going to stay here and, you know, keep my feet on the ground and stand in my power. And so I remember when I spoke about Chiron going into Aries. This is where, you know, you might get wounded for being yourself. And you might feel like you've been wounded for just being yourself. And this full moon and working with your full moon energy, working with that Chiron again, just be aware that it's like, hey, I've got to be myself no matter what. Got to be who I am and, and powerfully who I am. Now, the full moon is in Aries. That means it's ruled by Mars. And Mars, on the day of the full moon, is speaking very sweetly, very nicely, to its friend Pluto. They are in a trine on the morning of the full moon. So this is no mistake. They are having a conversation, a 120-degree conversation, an equilateral triangle conversation, where they are equilaterally speaking to one another about good, powerful things. So they are not um, fighting. They are in agreement. They're shaking hands. Mars is um, in Taurus and Pluto is in Capricorn. And they are, you know, deciding on good things together and how to handle stuff powerfully and truthfully and practically. Because remember, they're in earth signs. And even though Mars doesn't love being in Taurus, he's having a good conversation with his co-ruler of Scorpio. And they are who is in the place, who is in the place of Capricorn, which is where Mars is exalted. So we're doing okay here. The two of them are having a very good conversation. So Mars is in a very good place when his sign receives the sun and receives the, lun the lunation of the month, the full moon. So this is powerful. This is a powerful day. So own your power, stand in your power, stand in your place. Don't let someone push you around. Give yourself uh, the space to be um, Marzi. But 
there are other components to this. Um, Aries is ultimately independent. And in Chiron, with Chiron, hanging out with Chiron, you know, the sun, the sun is powerful. The sun loves to be in Aries. The sun is exalted in Aries. And later in April, it reach, reaches its point of exaltation. But when the sun reaches, you know, we'll be also conjuncting Chiron, and Chiron is part of this full moon, um, the sun in Aries will feel deeply and profoundly alone. And you may have these moments. And, you know, leading up to it, leading up to it, when that sun is hitting those Pisces moments, you may feel those deep moments of utter aloneness. And no one's going through this but me. And I am utterly alone on my journey. I'm utterly alone on my path. However, um, Libra, where is where the moon is, and this is a full moon, Libra tells you, mm, ultimately, you're alone, but you're not alone, because ultimately, there are people here that are going to tell you they're here to help you keep your balance and help you keep focused and help you get back on track and say to you, no, you're not alone. I'm here. I'm, I'm rooting for you. I got your back. And just to keep yourself, you know, focused and balanced and you know, Libra, Libra is a serene sign. You know, it's a sign of serenity. So when we have this full moon this week, we're going to need to remember the balance between independence and joining with others, independence and coupling and joining a pair, and independence and being, being part of a couple or part of a unit and just balance those things out and being balanced and feeling balanced because no one's really entirely alone unless you've really just put yourself in a space where you're going to be completely alone <laughs> on purpose you know maybe you're working on a creative project and you need to be alone to do that um sometimes we need that aloneness and silence to get into the, the heart of matters which is a good thing to do but remember if you are feeling alone and it is not a good feeling because maybe you're hitting the, the Chiron wall. You need to reach out and connect with a friend and connect with others. And if you have friends who you think might be feeling a little bit too alone, you should reach out and connect with them because this is Libra full moon. Libra is where we, we connect with others. So do that. Be social, be gracious. Libra is a gracious place in the zodiac okay so meantime that same day there's lots of aspects the mercury that is retrograde still in pisces is sextile saturn and that's a good practical thing uh, mercury's been quite active mercury's been talking to a lot of planets he's talking to mars today it's talking to um neptune later in the week um, as I mentioned, but in the meantime, Mercury's been, <laughs> I think Mercury visiting that 29 Pisces place and going over the 28th and the 27th has also brought back all the Chiron memories of the last few months. And it's been complicated. And I think last week was more complicated than we realized. Um, especially when it got entangled with the sun. It was combust. Mercury was combust last week. 
And that's, that's means it's close to the sun and it just gets heated up. And so the communications and the, the intensities and the realizations and the epiphanies and the thoughts are just a little out of control. They feel a little too hot. So now it's cooler, Mercury's not combust, and we are, you know, a little less mercurial this week, but we're more focused on, you know, Mars and the sun and Libra. Libra is ruled by Venus, and on Thursday, Venus will be squaring Mars. So on Wednesday, we have the sun and the moon and Mars' sign and Venus' sign. And then on Thursday, Mars and Venus are talking to each other. A little abruptly, <laughs> Venus is squaring Mars. You know, Venus is in Aquarius, where she's independent. <laughs> and Mars is in Taurus, where it's not so independent. And that's her sign. That's Venus' sign. So what are you doing in my sign, Mars? You know, um, it's interesting because there's themes this week. We look for them in astrology. We're always going to find things. Because that full moon, yeah, there's Mars and there's Venus opposite each other. And then there's Mars and there's Venus squaring each other this week. So that means relationships. And so male and female energies. So look at that in your relationships this week. Look at how the male-female dynamic plays out. Look how it plays out Wednesday. Look how it plays out Thursday. Um, this is very interesting. I can't believe we're going into the third week of March already, but it is. And it's a male-female dynamic this week. So keep your head on straight. Remember, it's Aries. <laughs> so that ram wants to just, you know, be hot-headed. So try not to do that. Um, and the moon's in Libra for a couple of days. The moon will be in Libra right now. Okay, right now the moon's in Leo. It's going to stay in Leo until tomorrow when it, it uh, goes into Virgo. Now, 11, 19 a.m., it goes void. So it's void. And then it's in Virgo at 9.41 p.m. So it's void most of the day. That's Eastern Standard Time I'm talking about. Most of the day tomorrow. It's Virgo all day Tuesday, and then it's void at 11.22 a.m. on Wednesday, and that means it's void all day again because it doesn't go into Libra until 9.28 p.m. Again, we're having long voids. <coughs> we are definitely in the long void period because we're starting new cycles, new signs, zero degrees, Aries. Uranus is zero degrees, Taurus, remember. Okay. We have the moon in Libra from that evening of Wednesday to all day Thursday. So that's Venus's, Venus's. And then, again, another long void moon on Friday where it goes void at 2.10 p.m. in Libra. And then goes into Scorpio at 10.16 p.m. And there you go. It's another long void. But it goes into Scorpio. 10, 16 p.m. Eastern Time, Friday night, which is Mars's sign. And it stays in Scorpio all day Saturday and all day Sunday. And it doesn't go void until 10.24 p.m. Sunday night. So long voids, three different days, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. And remember, Venus 
and then Mars. So here we are again this week, a lot of Venus and then Mars, the tension, male-female dynamics. Very interesting. Very, very interesting. So then we have our friend Mercury, who's retrograde and still retrograde. And, you know, he's been toying with us quite a bit because of you know, sticking around at 29 degrees Pisces for a while. So once again, we went going back to that 29 Pisces degree where Chiron was almost and back. So why I'm referring to that again is because it was there on the 17th of February when Mercury um, was last at this, he's coming back to visit where he was. So Mercury and Neptune met up close by at that time. So there was a full moon at, on the 19th of February. And Chiron had just entered Aries. So Chiron had finished 29 Pisces, went into Aries, and then there was another full moon. So here we are talking the same kind of language. But Mercury and Neptune were conjunct the day of the full moon. Now there's a few days after the full moon, and Mercury and Neptune are conjunct again. So when we had Mercury and Neptune conjunct on the 19th of February, actually it was 137 a.m. since I came uh, you had, you have, again, Mercury conjunct Neptune. So he's been, he's toying with us because it's, you know, Mercury's giving us a dose of Neptune again. Even though he's in Pisces, he's giving us another dose of Neptune. And so he's got some information to reveal, not reveal. Is it true? Is it not true? Is it intuition? Is it phony? We're, we have to figure that out. And it's a really good time to stay meditating and stay focused on these things because of Mercury Neptune. These are places of good, uh, good information, good focus, good presence as far as mental presence is concerned. So this is a really good time to, again, listen, listen and pay attention to the messages you're receiving during Mercury Neptune, because maybe you got some information around that February 17th, 18th, 19th, and now you're going to get another chapter or a different chapter about something else on the 24th, which is next Sunday. And Mercury and Neptune are meeting up again. And this is what happens when a, a quick planet like Mercury goes retrograde. If it's going to hit an outer planet like this and make a conjunction, it's going to hit once, it's going to hit twice, it's going to hit a third time. So Mercury won't be going direct um, for a little while yet. Mercury's going to have you know, some more days in that place of, of retrograde, and then he'll go direct, and then we're going to look at you know, what he's telling us about, you know, he's going to hit Neptune one more time on the 2nd of April. So very close, you know, this is not, this is like a little more, more than a week away after that. So think about that, you know, intuit that. What, what, what's the pattern? What are you getting? Is it all one big piece of information about one particular topic? 
Or is it a process? Are you in a creative process? Maybe you're writing a song. Maybe you're writing a poem. Maybe you are doing your taxes. <laughs> and you were finding the lost bank statement. <laughs> that would happen with Mercury Neptune, with Mercury retrograde. <laughs> um, maybe you are trying to figure out something that is a, you know, a puzzle in your life or a puzzle in your work. So... Maybe you're reading a good detective novel because, you know, those kinds of things happen in Pisces too, as well as Scorpio. Let's solve the mystery. How is it shrouded in mystery? So maybe you're trying to um, learn to meditate. And these are all very Mercury-Neptune kinds of experiences. So details, information, shrouded in secrecy, shrouded in silence, shrouded in... Uh, creativity and inspiration in beauty in color so that's pay attention to that think about mid-February look again on the 24th of March and then revisit on the 2nd of April with Mercury and Neptune and that's about it we are interested we have an interesting week ahead so pay attention to that full moon take it down a notch be aware of what you're bringing into your life. Notice the old patterns. And, you know, you, you may not have patience for them anymore. Remember, we're dealing with Aries. And if you're on, you're hell-bent on that new path, and you're standing in your power, and you're saying, you know, I want something new, then you've got to just bless the old and release it and say, you know, thank you for serving me. I don't want this anymore. <laughs> and um, we're going forward. And, and we're all going forward this week. We're going to leave the next. Thank you for listening. I'm Deb McBride, and this is my podcast. My website is debmcbride.com, and you can email me for a session, deb at debmcbride.com, and my Twitter is debastrology, as is my Instagram. And I look forward to uh, seeing you next week. Have a lovely week.